reading from the Gospel of Luke. Jesus said, but I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies, do good, and lend, expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, for he is just and kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O God, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Jesus' sermon on the plain brings hard truths and harder work for us this morning. And woe, do we have a challenge this week. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. Don't you just love the way these lofty words roll off the tongue in the abstract? I do. But they certainly make me itchy when things get a little more concrete, when the rubber hits the road, if you will in my day-to-day living and my day-to-day relationships with real people, they are itchy words. Like when someone cuts me off on a busy highway in a fit of road rage, which happened yesterday, or when a neighbor makes a snide comment about COVID hysteria, or when I sit next to a political foe at the state capitol or at the dinner table. It's painful when a friend backs out of plans for the umpteenth time. Or when a hurt from my past resurfaces, an old wound that has never quite healed. I really relate to one writer who says, for everyone, everybody else's enemies, I am full of love, just not for my own. It is so much easier to hear love your enemies as an abstract sentiment or feeling rather than a call to action 
in one's own life. But in today's reading, Jesus isn't preaching in hypothetical terms. He's standing on a level patch of ground with his disciples, and he is looking at them eye to eye and calling them to act. I declare to you who are listening, he says, love your enemies. This isn't an abstract kind of love. The love of which Jesus speaks is active. It's a verb. To those who belittle you, betray you, hurt and hate you, bless them. Bless them. Pray for them. Give to them. Lend to them. Withhold judgment from them. Be merciful in all things. It seems rather impossible, doesn't it? It was as countercultural in Jesus' day as it is in our day, in our tit for tat kind of world. And it's so hard at times that it can take one's breath away. It's so hard because it is the very mercy and forgiveness of God. We are human, but the impossible ask seems to be do as God would do. I, for one, lost my breath reading the news this week as I considered Kimberly Potter and her fatal shooting of Dante Wright in Brooklyn Center almost a year ago. This past Friday, Kimberly stood up before the court and asked for forgiveness from Dante's family. I don't know if you saw the video, but she just weeped through her words. I am so sorry that I brought the death of your son, she said. My heart is broken. Then she received a 14-month, uh, likely 14, 14 months of jail time a sentence that outraged the Wright family and many others for its apparent leniency. In an interview with Aubrey Wright, Dante's father, made plain his deep, abiding hurt at, at the sentence. They were so tied up into her feelings and what's going on with her, he said that they forgot about my son being killed. How, I ask, are Aubrey Wright and his, and his family to love their enemies and forgive, O oh God? And how, O oh God, will Kimberly Potter ever forgive herself? I personally have never been faced with such an impossible ask, act of forgiveness, but I suspect that at least a few of you have in your lifetimes. How are we expected to do the small acts of forgiveness and the hardest of this hard work? So this morning, I can offer no easy answers. I'm sorry. Our families and our relationships and our society is so complex. Hurts run so deep. The trauma and injuries inflicted by others take time to heal. Sometimes, even when we think we are over something, 
Have you ever noticed how an old wound just kind of reopens and fresh pain emerges and the process of healing has to start all over again? So the first thing I would say is that that pithy adage, forgive and forget, makes for a nice soundbite, but it's rarely helpful when it comes to the stuff of forgiveness. In my own life, forgiving others has been less like a one-time event and more of a process, a process that isn't always linear and doesn't come with a neat playbook. It takes much time and it takes prayer, and I believe it takes an openness to what the Spirit might be doing in the midst of all of it. And maybe this invitation of the Spirit is at the very heart of loving and forgiving one another as Jesus commands us this morning. Forgiveness is not about accepting someone's dysfunctional behavior or denying that it causes us harm or allowing it to continue. And it's not about pretending that our wounds don't exist. Hear me when I say it's not about holding back our laments or our grief or our fight for a better and more peaceful and just world. But perhaps forgiveness does have to do with actively placing the harms and betrayals and disagreements we feel so deeply into the realm and tender care of God. And trusting that the Spirit is with us, engaged in the hard work of forgiveness with us to turn something painful into something different something more beautiful or transformative. Loving our enemies isn't about our own individual resolve. This work is only made possible through our relationship with a merciful and compassionate God. So this morning, I wonder where you are finding yourself in the crowd of disciples. Do you meet the gaze of Jesus as he looks up at you? Are you listening? And how does it feel to hear such an unreasonable call to love your enemies and to forgive in these COVID-weary and divided and stressful times? Dear friends, are you loving and forgiving well in these days? It's a question I'm asking myself as well. Jesus may be speaking to us this morning on a level plane, but he is clearly calling us as his disciples to higher ground. As children of God, we are made to be more than the ethics and norms of our world. And we long to be the very mercy of God in the world. So let us pray for this hard work. Dear God, help us all in this unsettling, uncomfortable work of forgiveness and of loving our enemies. Lead us out from places of hate and fear. Help us to care for ourselves and for one another as we heal. 
Bring us to a place of forgiveness and freedom in you, O God. Help us love and be merciful for all. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.